Hey, you guys, welcome back to another episode of Daryl's Daring Thoughts. I hope everyone is doing well. Today is going to be a very unorthodox episode because I <laughs> I have someone in the studio who I've been trying to get here for the longest and someone who is one of my best friends and everything to me and her name is Deidre Roby, a.k.a. Dee Dee, a.k.a. My Batch. Yay! Hey, Batch! What's good, baby? I'm so happy to have you here. What's good? This is going to be dope. This is going to be dope. <laughs> you guys are in for a real treat, and you're lucky this is free, because I should be charging y'all for You what, understand? I should be charging y'all for the content the y'all coins. about to get. And this intense energy you, you guys hear about me? to get. <laughs> Speaking of energy. Pass but, the plate. Pass it. But anyways, how are you, Batch? I'm good. Today's I'm a good so, day. Today's a good day. Mm-hmm. I'm so happy to have you here. You look good. I'm so happy to have you here. <laughs> I'm happy to be here. You have to explain to them. So people don't get confused on, you know, what the hell a Batch is. Right. And think I'm trying to say bitch. Right. Which I'm not. Can you explain to them why, that, why we call each other that, please? Okay. So back when we met each other a million years ago. Yes. Everybody was calling each other bitch. Yeah. Like, that's my bitch. This, that, and the third. And I heard Rihanna say to someone on whatever I was watching Mm -hmm. that she calls her best friend batch. She was like, that's my batch, not bitch, because that's for certain people that she doesn't have that much respect for. Right. So I was like, yeah, that's right. I like that. So I started to call you that because at that particular time, this one particular person in my life kept calling me that as a, you know, as a enduring kind of name. Mm-hmm. Um, and I let it slide. It was no problem because I knew it wasn't meant with any malice or anything like that. So mm-hmm. I let it slide. But I refused to call people in my life that. Right. So we, I said, no, you're not my bitch. You're my batch because I love you in that kind of way and I meant it to be solidified in that kind of way so it just stuck and then we realized that there's an actual place in Australia called the batch really yes when a few of my friends went to Australia, they sent me a picture of oh, this yes, building. Remember, remember that? that? Yes. And they sent me pictures of the batch. I went, see, we worldwide. Look at that. Worldwide. And we could probably go to Australia for $25 Hit right it. now. I know, right? So let's go. <laughs> Round trip. <laughs> Round trip. Time. Okay. <laughs> so we, we, when, this, when this shit is over, we're going. We <laughs> That's where we going. We're going so we can take a picture so we can in front take of a batch. picture in front of batch. I love it. I love it. <laughs> so you guys, I have um, Dee Dee here because... She is going to be talking about a lot of things that are extremely important. And I've been wanting Didi to come on since season one to have this conversation. But life, life happens. But I truly believe that it was meant for her to come now because of the state that we are in as um, a country, as the world, with everything that's going on with COVID-19, Corona, Corkeisha. Miss Corona. Miss Corona, Cornana, whatever the hell you call her. She's there, and she's havoc in all of our fucking lives. Okay. In every aspect possible. (laughs) So, because of that, there's a lot of different energies that's going on right now. Negative energies. People trying to be positive, and negative people don't want people to be positive. And the positive people are 
being so damn positive that they're ignoring everything that's around them. It's right. just, it's just, it's, it's, it's all cross wiring each other. Yeah. And I think that it's, it's giving us anxiety. It's making us depressed. It's just, it's doing a lot to us that we just don't really, it's just doing a lot to us that we don't really, um, we need. So I brought Didi in to talk about energies yeah. and um, just a lot of different things like uh, meditation, just things that we try, uh, things that we have right at our feet to just use and ways for us to tap into nature and the universe yeah. and just things that we have that we ignore. Sometimes we do we use it and don't even know that we're doing it. So I brought Didi in to break all this down to help all of us because we we going crazy out in these streets uh-huh. and we just we need some guidance. And some people, you know, aren't spiritual, and some people aren't, you know, believe in other different things. And so I wanted her to just break a whole bunch of shit down for us. Understand. And also just to put things into perspective from those for those who think that, you know, this is witchcraft or that this is negative. And I just want her to break it down for all you you non-believing motherfuckers. That's that what I'm going to do. You know, That's she's going she to break a lot down for y'all. That's what I'm going to do. And so she's going to give us some information. And because she has firsthand knowledge of it because she's it's working for her in her life, she's going to talk to us. So here we go. My batch. That's it. My first question to you is, you know, I'm actually going off of this just for a second. Do that. Um, my first question to you is, in your mind, mm-hmm. what does it mean to have energy? To surrender your breath. Ooh. Good, right? Deep, ain't it? Bottom of the ocean on your ass. Hey, it it means to surrender your breath to kind of make some healthy limitations for yourself. Okay, that's what I feel. Okay, and do you think that energies um, between um, I'm just gonna say man and woman? Mm -hmm. Do you think that it's because a lot of people don't think that women can have a masculine energy like that's always supposed to be from a man. Absolutely I, not. I, I disagree. I disagree as well. So explain that to people. I feel that, you know, as far as, as, as what energy is owned by a particular person, mm-hmm. male or female, that's up to the individual. Okay. Because when I wake up in the morning, do I feel masculine? I don't. <laughs> Throughout the day, is there something that I'm doing that makes me feel masculine? I don't know. It's an energy that you pick up during the course of the day in whatever it is that you're doing. Right. So, for instance, if I'm driving my car and um, I'm trying to back in to a parking space Mm -hmm. and a man pops out of his car and he jumps out and he's here trying to direct me. Mm -hmm. I hate that because now you're trying to mansplain me how to park my car. Right. Then my masculine energy picks up and then I park my car on my own. Right. With the energy that you fit, you just fed me. Right. 
That's what I mean by picking up that energy throughout the day. Right. You just don't wake up and decide that you want to have a male energy. It's throughout the day and during the course of the day and what you're doing that day decides what kind of energy that you're going to pick up, whether it's negative male energy, positive Mm -hmm. male energy, Mm -hmm. vice versa, female energy. So if a man is taking care of the children that day, if he's forced to, mom has to work that day she's stuck at work so now you have to pick up that female energy in order to maintain your home those are the things i like that i like that because i got that knowledge yes you do (laughs) so what made you really get in to um the things that you're in which Mm -hmm. we can explain you know um as you're explaining that to us what made you get into these other avenues of expression and emoting and of your feelings and things mm-hmm. like that as far as the uh, energies yes. and feelings okay so i as, and i don't know if a lot of people know this about me but i moved to california in late 2013 early late 2013 early 2014 destroyed me uh, <laughs> i know i'm still paying for that um broke my energy yeah <laughs> The universe is never going to let me forget that. So I moved, and that's a place where I knew no one except the people that I moved there with. Mm-hmm. Keep that in mind. So I'm there for maybe like, I don't know, we're going to give it five or six months. And while I'm there, I kept running into this one woman in our building. And every time she would see me, she would say, I love your energy. And I'm thinking, Energy? I'm not like coming through the door going, hi, or (laughs) running on 10, or with this burst of, because to me at that time, energy meant I'm running through the door, or I'm exuding some kind of something, or I'm springing up, or it, to me, it meant doing something. your expressions. My expressions defined it at that time. Mm -hmm. That's what it meant to me. Right. Every time I would see her. If I'm coming from the gym, if I'm bringing in groceries or whatever it was, she would always see me. If she would see me, she would say, there's just something about you. I love your energy. So one day I asked her, what does that mean? What are you, what are you saying when you say that? And she was like, if you have a moment, you can come in and I'll teach you all about it. It doesn't take that long. You know, I'm like, ah. <laughs> This ain't the boogie down. I don't know you. You know what I'm saying? What's going on? So it's like, okay, I'm going to give it a chance. I'm going to go and I'm going to just sit down with her and take this chance. Right. And she explained to me about the seven chakras, meditation, just everything that those things encompass. And she said that my energy that I explode from my body from my just my movements from the things that I that come out of my mouth from just you know how I walk how I move it's positive it draws people it is a positive thing she said there was nothing negative about it. But she also said that I was carrying a lot of hurt. And how would she know that? I've never met this woman a day in my life. Right. 
So there was had to be something about it. So mm-hmm. I started just to, uh, to dig into it, to kind of read up on it myself and find out a lot of things about it. Um, Deepak Chopra is one of the people that I started to read on and really dig into his books and his uh, writings. And I loved everything about it because literally I've always said that I was a hippie. Mm, <laughs> and I've yes. always said that there was something about the universe that just connected me all my life. And I realized that this was something that I was missing. Mm. That's how I got into it. Oh, wow. So, and that was in 2013? 13. 13. So now, seven years later, mm-hmm. you know, how... Do you think that your knowledge of it has really grown to a great, a better understanding? It has. And I will, I'm a testament to it actually working Mm -hmm. because my mother was sick for a while. And a lot of the things that I would do through the teachings would actually help in decreasing my mother's anxiety. It would help in decreasing her pain without medications Mm -hmm. it would actually help in decreasing the slowing of her memory loss Mm -hmm. just for a while you know nothing is 100 percent unless science gives you the perfect pill and that's never gonna happen right so these things actually helped in ways of slowing things down in without medications and so I know these to be a fact because there were nurses that would come in and say what are you doing because a lot of the other patients aren't having this type of success mm-hmm. so this is something you got to be doing that's different mm-hmm. and I already knew what I was doing right I was saging I was smudging that house I was using the crystals I was, you know, all of those things in conjunction with my meditation. Right. Helping her out in that way. And, you know, we give her her medication because the nurses have to do that, you know, just to help her out. But there were times when we couldn't give her the medication. So then what do we do? What I was doing. Right. So you were, um, I'm explaining the seven. Chakras. Seven chakras. Yes. Can you, you know, tell us what that is? I can. What those are? I'm going to start from the root and go up to the crown. Okay. Okay, so you have the root chakra, and that is down by the feet and the the corners of your ankles there. And that is where your career and your money and your sense of belonging is that's where that sensations are those sensations are so when you're in meditation most people sit in a crisscross motion Mm -hmm. and that is to bind those things together so your feet are crisscross in that motion so that you're binding that thought and those promises together that's the reason why you do that okay okay and so your sacral chakra is right there where your you know privates and that's uh sacral sacral and that's where your sensuality your sexuality your pleasure 
your emotional kind of pleasure is there. Absolutely. Okay, of course, right? <laughs> so in that space, when you're in meditation, you draw your breath from all, from deep down, all up in there. Mm-hmm. It comes from low. Right. So you want to be able to feel that warmth there so that you can build it up. Okay. Okay. So everything starts at the root, right? Right, that's And true. builds it all the way up. Just like with a tree, everything is at the at the bottom and builds right. its way up to grow. That's true. Okay. Then you have your solar plexus, which is this part here, um, right above, a little bit above the belly button. Okay. Okay. So your ab- abdominal area. Almost, Almost. that per- area okay. there. Okay. So that's the personal power. You know how when people tell you to just. You grab that stomach if you're in pain there, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you grab it because you feel like if you hold it, then you're con- you're in control of that power. Okay, that yeah. come on, yeah, yeah. it's deep, isn't it? Yeah, it's deep, but it makes so much. It, it makes, makes sense. sense where your powers are and where things are for you to take control of them. Right. At least it's some part. Right. So that's your ability to channel. When you grab it and you hold it and you hold yourself and you rock yourself, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you're channeling that power. Okay? Mm. That's your yes, your solar plexus. Okay. Okay? Your heart chakra is the next one. So your heart chakra, of course, is where your heart is. So it's right here. And that's where the love and the relationships are and your self-acceptance. Mm. Self-acceptance is in the heart. Right. It has to be. Absolutely. If you don't have love and self-acceptance in your heart chakra, you can't love and have self-acceptance or acceptance, period, for anyone else without that heart. Right. So you have to channel it. Right. Okay? Throat chakra is the next one. That's self-expression. Okay? Channel your throat chakra. Get into it. I get into it all the time. You see, I'm talking. Right. (laughs) I'm not afraid of it. Right. So your throat chakra is where you generate all of the things that you need to say and get out Mm. before it chokes you. Mm. Okay? Throat chakra. Your third eye is your next one. This is the one that you really see with. Mm. These are the ones that you have vision with. Right. I'm able to look at things with these, but I see with this one. So I have to channel it. Come on, third eye. I like that. That is your intuition. That is your true sense of purpose and your true direction. Okay. Okay. And then we have the crown Mm -hmm. right here. Come on, crown. Your creativity, your connection is here, your divine driven Mm -hmm. knowledge is here wow you know in fact this is an actual fact we only use about 20 to 22 percent of our brain yes we could actually be using way more of that through meditation right we can open up way more channels of our brain if we allowed it. But we don't. A lot of us are afraid of it. 
Okay. So those are the seven. There's way more. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But this is the seven chakras that you need to use to start channeling yourself. Okay. Bringing yourself to a stillness in order for you to now say, I'm allowing the universe, the rain, Mm -hmm. the dirt, the soil, the things that were put here on purpose to give us energy. Wow. Well, I hope y'all caught all that because that just... That was some deep stuff. What really got me were the the, the first one that you said. Um, the root chakra. The root chakra really got me because if you think about it, you know, it's about success, money, and things like that. If you think about it, if you don't use your feet <laughs> to go and be successful, well, come on, you're not going to gain any success. Nobody has gained success just sitting their ass down. No. And it's so funny because remember back in the day, like I don't te- necessarily remember, but I can remember people talking about it. You used to have to go door to door to give your resume out. Absolutely. Remember that? Absolutely. Way back in the day, you used to have to go to the st- places and hand your resume. Absolutely. You used to have to use the root chakra in order to have that confidence to go and hand it in. Absolutely. Now everything is online, so you could just toss it in and say to yourself, oh, I gave it. I, right. I put it in. It's up to them now. Right. No, it's not. You still have to kind of bring all of yourself into yes. alignment Yes. in order to see a thing through. Right. Absolutely. Wow. So I hope you guys caught all that because it's extremely important. If this is something you know you really interested in or you've heard about it because I know we all have heard about it but uh, there's a lot of conflicting things um, that are being said about you know the chakras and the meditation which I'm not sure why people would be going around saying anything about meditation because prayer and meditation are not that different no Um, they're really (laughs) not that different so when you decided to incorporate this into, um, let's see, um, to um, your your family and friends, what were some of the feedback that you received? Because a, a lot of people I know, they keep this, you know, they keep things to themselves because they don't know how other people react. But you're different, you know, yeah. and you you've always been. This is me. You're going to accept me for who I am or you going to, you know, go kick a boulder and 100%. go some damn well. You know, so how 100%. how was it for you when you, because I, I, I would notice, I, I, saw, I saw a transition. Good. I saw a transition and I, I thought it was dope. You know, I thought it was dope. I will say the transition occurred, uh, for me, I really started to notice it once um, mommy got ill. Mm-hmm. Her mother, not my mother, but I call her mommy. That's right. Ruru is my mama that's too. That's what she sure was. And I'm uh, not saying that you weren't doing it beforehand, but that's when I really started seeing it. Um, and so, I, and it didn't bother me, you mm-hmm. know. And I, I thought it was dope. But your energy, you've always, you've always gave me good energy. Mm-hmm. Always gave me good energy. But it just, it was just something that just you had a different glow, mm-hmm. and. It was like you were hit with a lot of things in life. Yes, I was. But that glow of yours never left and it never changed. And so it just made me like, 
damn, what is she doing? Right. Because the, the, <laughs> av- the, the average person would have been gave up. Mm-hmm. You know, and you would see that give up on them. And I never saw it on you. Mm-hmm. So... Give me emotional. Oh my! Don't you do that ah! shit. You do that shit. Then this podcast over, oh, right? We to cut up. this short. <laughs> so, but what were some of the feedbacks you were getting from people? I got, you know, the people that mattered. <laughs> Hello, and I that say first. that real first, okay? <laughs> the people that mattered gave me the greatest love and acceptance, and two of them are sitting right here. Um. But then there were some people who made little comments like, I don't know how to respond to her anymore, mm-hmm. or I don't know how to interact with her anymore, um, things like that. That's right. I'm going to go ahead on and sip a little coffee on si- that. Go on, sip on that. Mm-mm. We have coffee. Because I don't give a good goddamn. Okay, I'm going to say what I need to say. Say so, it. So, you know, there were comments made like that. And it was from people that I thought, if you loved me then, you can love me now because I haven't changed. At all. I've been rubbing crystals and meditating while you knew me. Exactly. (laughs) When we were vacationing, I was rubbing crystals, sleeping with them under my pillow. Right. Okay? Right. So... It was those people that kind of shook me just a little bit to my core. Okay. But then, like I said, the people that mattered showed me that I love you still because I never once made any comment that I did not love the Lord. I never said that. Mm -hmm. Not one time. Because I believe that Christians can meditate and you can believe in balancing your chakra. So were you getting a lot of the negative feedback from uh, religion, religious folks? Yes. I believe that I'm going to say that 91% of the feedback negatively was from people that I knew in the Christian community. Mm, okay. And that's not to say that all Christians don't believe in meditation, crystals, and stuff like that. I don't know all Christians, so I cannot make that assumption. Right. I'm talking about the ones I know. Right. Okay. And they were, you know, very negative. I had to block some folks. Yes, you did. Not just from social media, but from my telephone. Yes. Okay. You had to go. Yes. Because that's another piece of negative energy that you have to remove from your life in order to keep that glow that you were talking about. Mm -hmm. Because there were times when I said, I'm done. I can't do this anymore, which would have dimmed my light. Mm -hmm. But I can't do that. I can't allow that. Right. So if it means letting you go, you got to go. That's just the bottom line. And that's just for my sanity. Because I have to keep myself aligned. Right. You know. So a couple of two, three Christians called me a witch. <laughs> because of what I believe. Right. I'm a witch now. Oh, okay. Well, if that's the case, let me start casting some spells. <laughs> okay. Right. On some of the wrong that you do. Right. Because maybe I can set some stuff straight for you since right. I'm a witch. 
But it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. It's because you don't understand it and you're not willing to understand it as it relates to spirituality because it does. The Native Americans would uh, meditate and smudge sage Mm -hmm. as a way of connecting with their ancestors. Mm -hmm. And they started smudging and saging. It came from the Native Americans. Isn't that like when Jesus dug around in the dirt and then spit and rubbed his hands together and then made the blind man see? Isn't that another? uh, Come on, somebody. Isn't that another form of religious or spiritual thing that you would do in order to make something manifest itself? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And he used what? The things from the universe. Yes. From earth. It's just interesting to me when Christians, because I, I saw, you know, she, she showed me a lot of the comments. I told her about some of the comments that people were making. Mm-hmm. And it just interests me how people in the Christian community treat this as like it's witchcraft when it's really just something that you don't understand. So I'm trying to understand how simply because you don't understand it or maybe you don't practice it yourself. How does that make it negative when the person that you guys follow, Jesus, was something that no one understood. No one understood him. No one and that's the knew thing. what he was. Something stops there mm-hmm. 200 and something years ago. Right. It stopped there, and, that's, and they feel that that's the it. Right. You know what I'm saying? He's the only person that could have done that. Right. In their opinion. Right. Because it has to have stopped there because apparently we can't do it in 2020. Right. Or we shouldn't be doing it in 2020. Right. In their opinion. And it just, it, 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 marvel, it, it boggles my mind how the religious community, because my, my understanding, and I want people to understand me, mm-hmm. is I don't have a problem with people, um, with Christianity, mm-hmm. if you want to have your Christianity beliefs, that's fine. I have a problem with religion. Right. Because. And there is a difference. There's a difference. There is a difference. A huge difference. Big that's as my a, head. That's a whole nother episode. Okay. That's okay. a whole nother episode. Okay. I'll come back for that if you want me to. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you so much. You just gave me some content. Okay. We'll be back <laughs> right after this. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but. I never said that I have a problem with Christianity. I have a problem with religion. Right. And the problem is there is that you take what you want out of the Bible, use it for what you want people to understand because you believe it, and what you don't want, you knock it down. And as soon as someone doesn't agree with you, mm-hmm. that person becomes an enemy right. or becomes a problem. Right. And when you become a problem, instead of the church being a place for someone to come to get help, right. now it's a place where you kick me out right? because I'm a problem. Hmm. Now, I'm going to go ahead and sip a little bit more because I don't give a good goddamn. Didn't I say that earlier? You said it. Okay, so go ahead on with the you questions. You said it. Okay. I'm ready. Okay, I'm ready Bring them on. Let me bring you on the next one. Mm-hmm. So the next one I will say is what? how did – um, you spoke of your mother. We spoke of your yeah. mother earlier. And I would like to know, how did this um, help you deal with your mother's um, disease mm-hmm. to now? Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, I, I dealing with mommy, mommy had dementia, Alzheimer's, mm-hmm. just so we can make it clear what she had. And that in itself was horrible. Right. She had breast cancer twice before that. And that was a breeze. Like, we were like, yay, cancer, can we bring that back? Which is crazy to say. Right. But it was a cakewalk compared to dementia, Alzheimer's. So I think that being in a place where I knew how to meditate, I knew how to use certain crystals for healing purposes. I knew how to use certain crystals to calm her room. I knew how to use them to bring an energy of healing mm-hmm. and restoration mm-hmm. into her space mm-hmm. and keep it into her space mm-hmm. that it would bring up. It, it just brought about a better day for her. Right. Which you could totally see in her eyes and you can see, you can attest to this because yes. you would come to visit her. Yes. That her days were long when we weren't allowed to actually sage in there because she the tanks were brought in. Right. And we weren't allowed to sage in there because of the smoke. And then it was like the it was just dreary. Mm-hmm. So then I had to come up with different ways. So we would start putting the crystals under her pillow. Mm-hmm. And then we would start using the sage spray on her pillow wrists Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and then maybe two months before she passed i started making soap i had already started making soap before that Mm -hmm. but i started making soap with essential oils Mm -hmm. that were specifically designed to promote certain energies and healing in the body yes and when I started using my soap only on my mom's skin, the nurses would come in and go, what are you doing to your mom's skin? Because no other elderly patient that we visit, their skin is cracking, it's breaking up, it's drying out. And your out. mother was bedridden. She was bedridden. Keep that in mind. Right. Mommy could not. She was put on a bed like she couldn't move. We would have to literally lift her up with the with the belt mm-hmm. thing to lift her up. If she had to go to the bathroom, we would have to do that, or she was uh, on diapers. Right. So she couldn't move on her own. You would have to turn her back and forth to wash her. So, and if you're not consistent with that, you would see things that would be would let you know that this person is not being taken care of. Exactly. Well, the nurses would come in and go, "What are you guys doing different?" Because sh- her skin looks amazing. Yeah, like what's and happening? And I would say, "Oh, I'm just using my soap on her." What soap? I show it to them. What's in it? Oh, it's essential oils that I'm using. I put a combination together that promote healing, that promote you know, a positive energy. These things promote uh, lo- um, the pain will mm-hmm. die down, different things like that. I put it in there and make a mixture. The The bar looks pretty, right. you know, whatever like that. Gorgeous. It's not even necessarily about how pretty the bar looks. I just want this thing to work, you right. know. And they said, it's crazy. This thing is phenomenal. Your mom's skin looks amazing. Up until the day she passed, my mom's skin. I have pictures Mm -hmm. because I wanted to take pictures of her last day. Her skin looks flawless. I was, I was there. You were there. 
And I kissed when they, her. From the time they zipped her up and took her out. Her skin was amazing. Yes, I kissed her on her forehead and skin was amazing. For someone who was 88 years old. But this is what I'm saying. They work, especially if you have a belief system yes. in this. You just can't say that, oh, I'm going to start doing it, mm-hmm. but you don't believe in it. Right. You have to have a belief system in it because it's you. It's the universe. God gave you the universe. Hello. So why not use its full potential to promote positivity in right. your life? Absolutely. We have to do that. So to fully answer the question, mm-hmm. I believe that everything that I was doing gave mommy a little bit of longevity yes. than she actually would have had. Right. I feel like if in the beginning, if we weren't applying some of these techniques that I learned bef- previously, that she probably would have passed sooner. I mean, so. and just to be um, clear, I, I know you don't mind me saying no. this, there was a moment where... You know, the doctor said 48 hours. They did. That day. He said 48 hours. That one day when that uh, primary nurse came out, she gave her a diagnosis of, she said she could go tonight. Or she, prognosis. Excuse me, y'all. I never said I was a PhD. (laughs) Get your life. You know. I've been in the healthcare field for a long time. Sorry. Get your life. You tried (laughs) (laughs) That's why he my badge, though. But anyway, um... When they gave her the prognosis, um, they said she either could go that night or she could go in, in what, 48 hours. Mm-hmm. Mommy said, squeeze me. And she, what, lasted, what, a month and a half? Yeah. Not even, it was almost two months. And it got up and walked. And she, that's another thing. Yes. I took you a have video. To talk about that. I took a video, guys, because I, Got out of the room. I left out of my room. Our rooms are adjacent. And I got out of my bed and I walked, you know, yarning, stretching, trying to get myself together. And I looked at mommy's bed and I'm like, where's my mom? I'm thinking she fell again mm-hmm. because she had a tendency to fall. I'm looking. I'm like, oh, my God. I look in the bathroom and she's standing up in the mirror. I said, Because, you know, you can't freak out because I don't want her to freak out because she may fall. Right. So I'm like, well, hey, girlfriend, what you doing? She was like, oh, I just had, I came to use the bathroom. I'm like, well, that's good, babe. Want some help? I got her back in the bed, you know, everything's safe and sound. But for her to get up, walk to the bathroom, get her life, come back, that's like, come on. Right. We have to take these as little victories that, because they had taken her off of all her medication by then. Mm -hmm. They had dumped it. They had dumped it because she's on hospice now. They're just making her comfortable. You give her the morphine if she's in a lot of pain. Other than that, you're just making her comfy. She's off all the other medications. I think it's really because of how people relate the word hospice. Yeah. And the people around you relate it. You know, family. Everyone just, you know, hospice in a lot of people's minds means death is next. It's, they mean they think it's imminent because I did they, too. They, they, yes. I honestly thought, because I broke down. When they said, we're going to put your mom on hospice, I was like, that means she's going to die like tomorrow? Because in my mind, that's what I thought. I thought it just meant couple of hours or right. maybe a couple of days things like that 
But no, some people are on hospice for years yes. because they just honestly cannot function on their own anymore right. and they need that extra help for a for a long time, six months even. Right. Mommy didn't last the whole six months she was on, but it was necessary mm-hmm. because they at that at that particular junction we couldn't we didn't have the resources. Right. I have two more things I want to talk to you about yes, real quickly, but I do want to say that I believe that it was a divine something in the universe for that woman to stop you in that apartment in California. Absolutely. Because that prepared you for for Absolutely. November of Absolutely. 2019. Absolutely. Because if you didn't your 2019 probably would have not gone I mean, it didn't go well. It didn't go well. But you survived, and mommy's transition was probably a better transition than most people would have had. Yeah. You know, she went on her own accord, and not because someone else told her when to go. Exactly. Or, you know, because she was in a negative environment, and, you know, things like that, like... She went when she was ready. Or oh, somebody in heaven whispered in her ear, said, Corona coming, get out while you can. Listen, That's we, said, what happened. we said that too. We said she, mommy was like, okay, I'm going to head out. Um, <laughs> Go ahead. And so, um, you know what? We actually have a couple more things that we can that we need to talk about uh-huh. with this. So let's do a part two of this. Absolutely. Let's do this. Let's do because that. Because this was super fun. And I don't want I don't want I don't want to rush this. And I don't think we dug into it. I don't want to rush this. This deserves more because I do have more questions for you. Absolutely. So we're gonna go ahead and um we're gonna end this um now. But I would love for you to give a little shout out of your three businesses real quick. Okay. All right. All well, three. Because, honey, I got three. All three. Because I got three of them. <laughs> well, the first business that I have is a styling business. As if I mostly cater to those that of the plus size situation. But I can style anyone. Because, you know, I'm stylish. Yes, you are. But, okay. I'll get you right. Okay. Um, so if you are looking for someone who can style you for your whole week for work, put together all your outfits for work, I can do that. If you're looking for a specific event that you want to be styled for, I can do that. If you want to be styled for a vacation, I can do that. Just let me know. I'll give you all my information after I tell you about the other two my second one is i am an artist i actually paint yes uh honey i'm talking about creative it's more of an i don't know an artistic mash kind of thing i am open to all kinds of commissions um you can actually go on my Instagram. Yes. Which is the Art Hipster. That's T H E A R T H I P S T E R. Instagram. Whatever it is. Dot com. <laughs> <laughs> the Art Hipster. Yep. That's me. And you can check me out. See all my lovely things there. I need to post some more. Actually, I took a break for a little while just to kind of grieve a little bit but i'll be back don't worry mm-hmm. and then my beloved baby the one that uh brings me the most joy is my organic 
vegan soap line. It actually is the one that we were talking about as far as what I was using for my mom's skin. Yes. It is called Ocean's Beauty Bars. And let me tell you something. My batch is always sudsing up <laughs> on his Instagram, letting them know how it suds, how it uh, moisturizes the skin, and how it just eliminates any... Anything that's not supposed to be in the pores. And that's what I love about it. And I do not use lye in my soap, okay? And it actually produces the most sud you ever want in your life. So it is Ocean's Beauty Bars. That is O-S-H-U-N-S Beauty, B-U, I mean B-E-A-U-T-Y, B-A-R-S beauty bars oceans beauty bars okay look me up on instagram and facebook okay we can put some links when we uh we're posting this um as well as if you follow me on instagram you always gonna see okay. oceans beauty bars every day because that's okay. all i use and we're going to talk about oceans beauty bars more mm-hmm. on the next episode so you guys please make sure you come back and tune in to part two of our whole little thing we're series we're doing we're gonna yeah. do a series about this about energies energies because next our next episode is going to be more about how to protect your energy yes and how to deal with it with what's going on in the world today to follow me on social media you can go to instagram i'm very active on instagram um it's cordero underscore santiago follow me on instagram to just stay in touch with everything i'll talk about i'll update you on Um, the upcoming episodes and things to look forward to. I'm so excited that I have an email address now for you guys to send me requests for topics, any questions you have regarding a topic that I've already discussed, or if you just want to vent about something that's going on in your life that you want me to talk about on an episode, I have an email address for you to do all of those things. The email is darrowdaresyou at gmail.com. So I'll spell that for you. Darrow, D-A-R-O-D-A-R-E-S-U. DarrowDaresU at gmail.com. Send me an email. So Didi's going to be sticking around. And tune back in, you guys. Bye.